Hello and welcome to Burst Radio. Um, it is three o'clock now and we're here with fresh meat today um, and it's our first episode on, in, in the studio which is really exciting. Um, we are here, the three of us, we're all in the same household. Um, I've got Sophie to my left who's my co-presenter and Caitlin who's our guest today. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, Caitlin? I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, we're so excited to be back, actually. We did a podcast last week, um, which was interesting to figure out the whole doing it at home thing, which yeah. was quite cool. Um, but now we're back in the studio and we're very excited to have you in. Are you excited? I'm very excited to be here. Great. Um, we're going to we whiz through, we're going to whiz through today, um, Caitlin's chosen five songs, as usual, that has summed up her first two years, to one and a half years at Bristol so far. And um, we're going to talk a bit, bit about Bristol in the COVID environment, being at university and how you found that, your lockdown experience and also your freshers experience. Um, so Caitlin, tell us a bit about how you're finding uni at the moment and during COVID times, if you found it different to first yeah. year. Yeah, I actually really like it at the moment. I'm having a good time. It doesn't, like, it obviously is different to last year because you can't do as much, you can't go out as much or anything, but I'm still able to see my friends and, like, it doesn't feel like too much has changed. I guess, like, now we're actually in lockdown, it's different to how it was in, like, October when you could still go to the pub and stuff. Um, but I'm actually quite enjoying the online learning because it means I can just do it all from home or, like, I don't actually have to go into uni, which is a bit of a trek. But and where are you living at the moment? I'm in Clifton, right next to the bridge. I love Clifton, Such love the bridge. Area. Yeah. Is, a big, is it a third year hotspot or is it a second year? I feel like... I feel like more of a third year because it's kind of known as more of the quiet place in Bristol, not like Redland, which is like the party place. But, um, <laughs> but I really like it, yeah. And um, so you've loved the online learning, you've preferred yes. it to the actual in-person. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or I think you like, you you give as much as you get kind of in both. So in the in-person like it was all right but if like if you didn't do any reading or if you didn't prepare then it wasn't great and it's it's just the same basically with online like it doesn't feel that different really and tell us what you're studying so i am doing social policy and sociology and last year i was doing history but i changed course because i found it quite boring so now <laughs> i'm doing social policy and sociology and it's great you see you're finding that a lot better. yeah much more interesting oh that's fab yeah. I know, I've, I've actually had quite a few people who have changed. And how have you found the workload you were saying? Was oh, it feels like it's increased quite a lot, especially considering that even though it's my second year in Bristol, it's my first year of the course. So you'd expect it to be a bit, but it just feels like a huge amount. I don't know if they're giving us more or if it just feels like more, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, considering you're in first year as well, I've noticed a inc- massive increase. What about you, say? Um, yeah, I don't know. Hasn't been that bad for me. <laughs> Language student. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I do enough. <laughs> I think that's clear. I think definitely with the online learning, they've made an, like, put an yeah. increase in the amount of yeah, quantity just because we're at home and it's easier to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a, we've got a friend also that has decided to study, say that she's studying abroad, but is actually at, you know, just at uni so that everyone can, everything can go online. Yeah, clever. Which is a good idea because some people do enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, bring us to our to your first song, Caitlin. Yes. Tell us a bit 
about why you've chosen this song? So I've chosen this song, well, it feels it feels right that it should be the first song because it kind of like, its relevance is at the beginning of my of first year, last year. Um, so last year I was in this showcase called Trash, which was put on by Dram Sock, and um, Martha was also in it. Yeah, and um, it's how it, we met. It's how we met, it is how we met. Um, it's like a collection of, I don't know, like eight, 10 minute pieces, and they're all like either movies or plays or whatever. And mine was Scooby-Doo, and I played Shaggy. And this song was the track for this like routine we did running around the Winston Theatre and the SU like up the stairs around the audience on stage and like we we did a kind of routine to this and I just remember getting back on stage and being like so out of breath but having to carry on and do the rest of the scene but like barely being able to breathe <laughs> I mean fits of laughter because I really really remember just getting <laughs> running around the stage back and forth but you were chasing yeah. you, were, you were chasing we, the they were like yeah, there were like six of us running around being chased by these ghosts or something or like trying to capture these ghosts. And it was really fun, but running up all those stairs and then like also doing a routine and trying to remember stuff, it's like, it's intense. It was like Ghostbusters. Yeah, it really was. So this is your first song and this is Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel.
that was Stuck in the Middle with You by the Steelers Wheel, which is actually written um, as a dismissive tale of a music industry cocktail, cocktail party. There you go, interesting fact. Was Top of the Pops in May 1973. Wow. <laughs> that is a great song. That does remind me of you running around yeah. like headless chicken yeah. on the stage. Um, so tell us a bit more about how you're involved with Jamstock because it's a big part of your uni experience, isn't it? Yeah, you? definitely. Definitely was last year. Less so this year, given that we are in a pandemic and you can't really do much theatre but definitely last year I just I made most of my friends through doing drama um I was involved in a couple of shows I was meant to be in a show that was cancelled because of corona and I was actually meant to take something to fringe over the summer which unfortunately was cancelled because of corona but yeah Dramslock and and Spotlights the like new writing society have definitely been parts of my big parts of my uni experience and definitely. what was the play you were going to take to fringe you wrote it didn't you yeah well in the process of writing um so initially at the moment it's called have you seen laura but i feel like if it gets developed any further i kind of want to change the title but it's about um it's about this group of friends who kind of like moved to london or like the big city after they graduated uni and it's just kind of about how their expectations don't live up to reality yeah quite sad to be honest but like yeah no I think it's great yeah I I mean for me that kind of like first year you hear a lot about what uni's going to be like and you know you get really pumped to go and then sometimes it's not quite what you're expecting yeah I think it's very relevant like for our generation and like it's it's just one story but it really kind of to me reflects our whole generation's perspective on on life and like I think that comes from things like social media and like the idea of like the perfect life yeah yeah no no absolutely I think it's such an interesting thing to write about and it's such a shame that you couldn't take it well maybe next year fingers crossed I really hope that happens yeah yeah and for those of you that don't know the Edinburgh Fringe is yearly in Edinburgh and it's an arts festival yeah and covers comedy um, all sorts, doesn't it? Dance, yeah, I think. It? I mean, I've never been, but I, I hear you can have like shows in like taxis in the middle of the street, and like <laughs> it just absolutely anything. I think anything, anything goes. goes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, have you been before? Uh, can't say I have. No, I've I've been been once. Before. Oh yeah, you have been. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, so Jam was a big part. Yes. Of uni. Yes. And. You tried quite a few other societies, didn't you? A number of other societies. (laughs) Tell us a bit about what ones you found really interesting and you liked. I don't remember what else I've I'm done. Sure you do some funny sports. Oh, uh, I do not have an ultimate frisbee fleece. There is a funny story about a corkball fleece. Basically, have you seen like you know the sports fleeces in Bristol? I just think they're really cool. I really wanted one, so I well to be fair, in Freshers Week I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do a sport. I'm gonna do a sport, um, and I just found the corkball people at Freshers Fair, and I was like, oh why not like it, it looks fun it's new I'll give it a go so I signed up probably like a huge motivating factor for that was the sports fleece so but then I went to one training session like was like oh no not really for me but I was still part of the Facebook group so then when the post came out being like oh like order your sports fleece now I was like hmm I, I could and I did <laughs> and it's a it's a lovely fleece it's really warm and you wear it and I wear it all the time not really out in public but <laughs> in my room I was going to say, do you get questions? Oh, I actually do. do I get stopped, like, in the shops and in cafes, like, oh, my gosh, you play golf ball. Wow. It's because it's such a niche sport, and I always have to be like, 
oh no sorry I just have the face <laughs> and yeah. what was called, what was that one session like can you explain the rules well I I wish I could but I couldn't <laughs> it was it like it's Dutch. It's Dutch. I kind of tell people it's like Dutch netball. It was a. I remember waking up at like six a.m. for it, like the mm-hmm. week after Freshers' Week. Um, That's a commitment. Yeah, I know. I really oh, wanted this. Yeah. I really wanted this fleece, and then <laughs> I just remember you have to throw the ball in a really weird way. You have to like raise your arms above your head and like jump as you shoot or something. It's really weird. And what do you shoot into? Like a netball hoop or like a basketball hoop. Oh, so it's played on like kind of similar to a netball Yeah, ball. yeah, okay. yeah. So you won't go again, but mm, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but any other sports tickets you fancy? I did try women's rugby this year for one session. Great. But it was quite like, I, I didn't go to any of the give it a go sessions. I just went a couple of weeks into term. And I think by that point, like everyone else knew the rules. So they were kind of like, just go and I'd never played rugby before so I had no clue what was going on <laughs> and <laughs> absolutely no still don't know <laughs> like still have no clue but and you didn't return to that no <laughs> no I didn't but I didn't get the fleece this time but fleece. good to try new things I think it's definitely a renowned fleece isn't it yeah around Bristol I feel like it's also other universities have the same sort of sports oh, yeah. fleece yeah you kind of go home for the holiday and lots of people yeah you've got the fleece you yeah. do it well yeah <laughs> and it's like Nice memorabilia for when you leave uni. Yeah, kind of planning ahead here, but yeah, yeah. Corfball memorabilia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I devoted so much time to corfball in my years at uni. So, Caitlin, talk to us about your next one. This takes us into after post first year. Kind of post first year, like lockdown period time this song I just absolutely love it I think I think my mum first showed it to me during lockdown um because am I allowed to say it's from Eurovision but Eurovision didn't happen this year um and then it's also like very TikTok famous and it's just such yeah such TikTok vibes and um was TikTok a big part of your lockdown it was not a huge part, but I definitely, like, I didn't ever make a TikTok, but I have watched a fair few. Yeah. Yeah. Have, did you make one, Safe? No. <laughs> I had TikTok for all of a week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's quite impressive over lockdown. Yeah. I didn't like it that much. It, it's, it can be very addictive. My brother got extremely addicted to yeah. it, I think. Yeah. Used to just scroll through. Um, and what did you think about it ending and your first year being cut short? Were you upset? Or were you ready? Yeah. I like I think it was just so crazy at the time that like you couldn't really process it. Yeah. Um but it's definitely like definitely a shame. I think because I have four years at uni because I changed course. It feels <laughs> I didn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like I feel I'm quite I don't know what the right word is, but like I'm not as sad as I would be if I only had three years mm-hmm. because that is like a significant chunk of time I think if you only yeah, have three years. True. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. a lot. Uh, we all thought we were coming back. Yeah, yeah everyone so like true. packed a little suitcase, yeah. being like, "We'll be back after Easter." I love it. Half my stuff. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Everyone got themselves so worked up, though. I do remember. Everyone thought the world was ending. Yeah, it was crazy. It was um, frightening, including you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> including me. On that note, let's listen to the next song. Um, this is Think About Things. I'm not sure how you pronounce the surname. Do you want to do it for me? I, I actually don't know. I think it's like Daddy Makes Music, but Daddy I don't know. Friend. <laughs> 
Here we go. Anyway, let's just think about things. Enjoy. Definitely a good one to floss to. I have a really embarrassing tendency to ironically floss in the middle of songs, so that one's great. <laughs> Do Is that it your go-to dance move? Definitely, definitely, yeah. What's yours say? I don't think I have one. Let's go for a two-step. A two- shoulder shimmy. Oh, no. A shoulder, oh, nice. It's definitely a shoulder shimmy. <laughs> Speaking of dancing, how are you finding the lack of clubs? Well, 
Funny you should mention clubs. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I don't really... I'm actually finding it fine. I didn't really go clubbing that much in first year. Much more of like a pub person, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... So you haven't missed it at all? No. no. <laughs> How no. missing pubs? <laughs> yeah. Missing pubs. At the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and it's sad, isn't it? But apparently the shops are opening soon, but not the pubs. Oh, really? <laughs> not a chance we'll be getting pubs. Aww. Sophie's extremely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I will be making my own. <laughs> I didn't think I'd miss the clubs, to be honest, but I do, in a weird way. The Wednesday night sports night was quite a, yeah. quite a big part of my first yeah. year. Yeah, um, I'm sure the Corfball went to there. Mm-hmm. Every week, me and my Corfball fleece at the club. <laughs> yeah, just me. So that so no clubs. What else is different this year? I mean, I guess everything's online. How are you finding? How many people are you living with? I'm living with two other people, so there are three of us. That's a bit different. Yes. Yes. And so, um, how are you finding that? How's yeah. That? It's good. Um, it's it's cosy. It's very sweet. Um, we have a lovely little flat by the bridge. Um, very cosy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. And are you, is it out? Do you get out and about most days because of lockdown? Yes. Well, yeah. I quite like going out during the day. I feel like I can't really work in my room or I go a bit crazy. Yeah. yeah um, definitely. So it's really nice that unis are still open because I mean you can go to the library or the SU. But I will I will tell you, working in the ass library is absolutely freezing. Like <laughs> after a couple of hours, I literally can't move my fingers to type because it gets yeah. so cold. Back. It, well don't don't put yourself through <laughs> it. If they're listening, please turn the heating on. Please turn the heating on. Please. Also, well a lot of other study centres do have heating on at the moment, but you have to book. Yeah, apart from the SU, although I probably shouldn't say that on radio because now it's going to be really full. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it has been very nice that we're allowed out to the library yeah. and we can still kind of structure. Yeah, everything. I wonder what it will be like when everything is online. What about is it everything online for you at the moment? Because for us, it's half and half. Yeah, I have some in-person stuff, but um, I have some in-person stuff, but it mostly feels like it's online, which is yeah. Tell us also about your epigram writing Kate's a very big writer I I do write for epigram the student paper so I I'm actually well-being columnist for the croft which is the little like magazine from epigram so in if you're ever stressed I've got a little column telling you how not to be stressed (laughs) about certain things um and I also I write for the opinion section sometimes which I quite like yeah although it does feel like at the moment like everything you write is about coronavirus yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's so it's your opinion on topics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun. I like it. What are your well-being top tips? What have you written about? Well, I wrote. I just wrote one about housing because it's that time of year again where everyone <laughs> starts looking for a house and it all gets a bit stressful. Um, I wrote one about essays, and just I wrote one about like prioritizing yourself and how important that is at uni especially at uni because I think it's very easy to get like carried along and kind of just go with the flow when that's fun but it can often like you end up doing things you don't want to do and you're actually just quite tired and you need a night in yeah Yeah, I think you need to take your own advice yeah probably I probably do afternoon power nap yeah I hate a nap do you because I I love a nap no (laughs) Catch me, catch me pretty much every day. About three o'clock. I'm in my bed. <laughs> so, just 
it up and come out of her room. We don't know what she's doing. She's definitely napping. <laughs> not there. <laughs> you're not there or you're yeah. napping. Constantly there napping. napping. I'm watching Netflix. Nice. That's my three news. Nice. <laughs> I'm pro a nap. I like a nap. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I just feel so like disorientated when I wake up. They can't be too long. No. I, I think that's the key. It's, it's a power nap. It has mm, to be has kept to be a power nap. 20 Max. minutes. Oh, 20. Max yeah. 30, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although it might end up being about an hour and I wake up and, you know, and like, you've got lines on your face. <laughs> yeah. And I'm there like, what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so, napping, key to well-being, maybe? Well, not, for not in my opinion, <laughs> but for you two, it sounds great. <laughs> I love that you do that. And do, do you know how many people read it? I have absolutely no idea. Has anyone come to you and been like, oh, you're I have, I have had a couple of people, like, send me... Because the, so the, there's a picture of my face next to the wellbeing column. So I've had a couple of people, like, take a picture of it and send it to me, like, look, it's you. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. I definitely have a read. <laughs> yeah, you do. Get yourself a copy. The Croft yeah, I, magazine. I Is it, do you think it's something you'd quite like to do in the future or not? Uh, definitely like something I would consider. I do I do like writing articles, journalism. I don't think I'd want to do like well being stuff. Mm. But I like opinion yeah. news kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. But I think it's like such a hard field to break into. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. Competitive. yeah. I think it's a great thing to do at university though, especially I mean yeah. it feels like at Bristol everyone has a very strong opinion on matters. Yeah. So it's great it's great to get something involved yeah. in that. Definitely. So talk to us about your third song. Um, I'm just giving you a little reminder of what it uh, is. Ah, yes, my third song. So this song, I absolutely love this song. It's quite quite emotional. Um, maybe. It <laughs> reminds me of a time just before second year when I went away with a couple of friends and we were just singing loads of songs, one of them being this song, probably, yeah. Was it? Are we, are we referring to the right one, I feel? We might have made a mistake. No, 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 no. I, I mean the right one. You mean the right <laughs> yeah. one? I think we are. Um, I also absolutely love this song. Yeah. Um, and so it, here it is. It's called She's Always a Woman by Billy Joel. She can kill with a smile She can wound with her eyes and she can ruin your faith with her casual lies And she only reveals what she wants you to see She hides like a child but she's always a woman to me She can lead you to love, she can take you or leave you She can ask for the truth but she'll never believe She'll take what you give her as long as it's free Yeah, she steals like a thief But she's always a woman to me Oh, she takes care of herself She can wait if she wants She's ahead of her time Promise you more than the Garden of Eden 
Then she'll carelessly cut you and laugh while you're bleeding But she'll bring out the best and the worst you can be Blame it all on yourself cause she's always a woman to me talking about clubs just before that song weren't we there is a story so I don't really go to clubs that much I didn't last year I don't talk now because they're all shut but um my my friends convinced me to go to, to Lakota for this night we paid like 20 quid for some tickets which is quite a lot yeah. I think 20 quid um I also like I do drink but I don't get drunk a huge amount so I guess my tolerance is quite low <laughs> so <laughs> I was drinking quite a lot of like vodka and diet coke before we went out yeah. um and like it got to the point where it just tasted like nothing so I, I was just drinking a hell of a lot wow. um <laughs> that's quite impressive <laughs> we get to the club like do 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 at the club <laughs> have a little boogie for about five minutes <laughs> I'm with my friend Alice and I'm like oh Alice I think I need to go outside um and I I like we go to the toilets and then I'm sitting on the toilet and then also like throwing up on the floor and there's vomit coming out of the cubicle <laughs> um <laughs> she takes me outside we get kicked out because I'm throwing up so much and then 
we like we're sitting on the curb for quite a while i don't really remember this that much um apparently like three taxis come and they all refuse to take us and then finally one comes and it takes us back to manor which is where we lived last year um and then me and alice were in different flats she was on the ground floor and i was on the fourth floor and i remember getting back and like i couldn't walk up the stairs so i had to sleep in her bed for that night and like it's just the most drunk i've ever been i think I've never seen you like that. Yeah, neither have I. <laughs> so, yeah. Low point. Low point. Oh, most low embarrassing. Oh, well, yeah. Depends, depends how I you look you're at it. I know you're having a great time for five for minutes. minutes. For the five minutes in the club. I was like, wow, this is great. Why don't I do this more often? And then, <laughs> and then two, two seconds later. <laughs> nah. Oh, you poor thing. That's not so bad. That does sound awful. So, did you have any experiences like that? That you care no. to share. I've never chummed in a club. Really? Mm. There's there's actually a bit more to the story. Oh, God. <laughs> Which I really hope none of my flatmates from first year. I don't like, they, they won't be listening, but to say oh, the morning mom. after. Oh, she probably, I did tell her to listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> the morning after, um, I made it up those four flights of stairs to my flat and I felt really sick again. And like, I ended up throwing up like neon green bile on the floor outside my flat and I was so hungover I was like I'm just gonna leave it and then I came back like the next day and there was just this little stain this like circular stain and I think it's still there to this day just like evaporated yeah why is it neon green that's my I think it's when you throw up so much that there's nothing left inside you you must have felt yeah I really did so that was that is good. I like that embarrassing that moment. Great yeah, story. it's interesting, my... isn't it? A lot of people's embarrassing moments revolve around alcohol. Also, a lot of the great moments revolve around alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that is so like motto. <laughs> I had a story the other day that um, the lacrosse the lacrosse girls freshers were made to swim in the fountain outside Victoria rooms. That is so jealous. A couple of weeks ago, wow. before lockdown started. Anyway, it's quite yeah. fun. I, yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, it's like a Lido. It's a decent initiation. Yeah. I would do it just for fun. Yeah. Speaking of Lido, Lido is the Lido in Bristol is a top. I would highly recommend it's the top Bristol. <laughs> Have you been? <laughs> no, I've actually Mark never. Bristol tour guide. <laughs> I've actually never been. But, but it does I've look heard. so cool. My friend went for brunch just before lockdown there, and she said it was amazing. There you go. If you're listening, go check out the Lido. <laughs> it's not an ad. <laughs> no, that's not an ad. I, I actually haven't been. But anyway. um, speaking of hotspots, Caitlin, Bristol, top Bristol hotspot. Top Bristol hotspots. Oh, this is such a tough one because I just can't remember what I've, where I've been going, <laughs> what I've been doing. Um, first year, I definitely spent a lot of time in the White Rabbit pub just opposite oh, the SU. Very nice pub. Really good pizza. One of the cheapest pints I found in Bristol, apart from spoons. Um, really? Yeah, three okay. £3.60 for oh. a pint of Foster's, which is actually still quite expensive. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's quite expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's Bristol. Yeah, um, true, unfortunately. For a non-food slash drink related hotspot, I would recommend in Clifton Village, there's this road called Royal York Crescent. Do you, do you know it? Do you know it? It has it got colourful houses? No, it's got like it's got like loads of big white houses. Oh yeah, I do know. I know. And you can like see lots of Bristol. You get a great view, and then when the sun is setting, it's just really lovely. 
So if you're ever Sounds fancying good, looking it. at the view, nice. would recommend. Oh, I love that. It's really not a far walk from you. No, not at all. Oh, we, we should definitely get, yeah. get down it. There's another ad. Royal yeah. York <laughs> I think I think it's Royal York Crescent. <laughs> I might just be telling you completely the wrong place, but... I like that. actually sending us to Bath. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bath is also nice for a day yeah. trip. Ten minutes on the train. Yeah. <laughs> would highly <Bath>. recommend. <laughs> or you could cycle. You can. Martha has. Oh, Martha yeah. has. Quite a number of times in the same in the same few days, actually. Wow. No, but that wasn't purposeful. Oh. It wasn't intended. But I think I needed to get back for some reason. <laughs> so I ended up back. Trains weren't running. Something uh. like that. But all flat, would very much recommend. Yeah. I think it's the same um, distance as a half marathon. Mm. And on the bike's not too long. And a beautiful yeah. railway track. You yeah. pass, you actually pass a restaurant buffet, buffet, however you say it, that's within a like old railway. Wow. What's it called cubicle? I don't know. No, not cubicle. Railway. Carriage. Carriage. There you go. That's the word. I went to Bath for the day just before lockdown on the train, and. We were like we went past this beautiful old house, and I was like, "Oh, guys, I'm gonna get married there!" Like, look at it; it's so lovely. My friend googled it to see what it was, and it was an old person's home. So, <laughs> I actually, don't think I will be getting married there. You could. I could. You could we'll see. Have we'll a see. huge congregation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, on to your fourth song, Kate. Yes. Tell us. Yes. Song. This song. It's from a musical, and I just absolutely love a good musical. So it wouldn't be wouldn't be right if I didn't have one in here, one in my top five songs. Um, it's quite a new musical, isn't it? It's quite a new musical. I have seen it twice, very very fortunately. Yeah, just love a good. It's quite a sad song, but I just love a good. It's good beautiful. Musical. It's yeah. called Words Fail, and it's by Ben Platt from Dear Evan Hansen. I never meant to make it such a mess I never thought that it would go this far So I just stand here, sorry Searching for something to say Something to say Words fail Words fail There's nothing I can say I thought I could be part of this I never had this kind of thing before I never had that perfect girl Who somehow could see the good part of me I never had the dad who stuck it out <laughs> No corny jokes or baseball gloves No mom who just was there Cause mom was all I know there is none Nothing can make sense of all these things I've done
And you want to believe it's true So you make it true And you think maybe Everybody wants it Needs it A little bit I couldn't give that up I guess I wanted to believe Cause if I just believe Then I don't have to see What's really there No, I'd rather pretend I'm something better than these broken parts Pretend I'm something other than this mess that I am Cause then I don't have to look at it And no one gets to look at it No, no one can really see Cause I learned to slam on the brake Before I even turn the key Before I make a mistake Before I lead with the worst of What if everyone knew? Would they like what they saw? Or would they hate it too? Will I just keep on running away from what's true? run So how do I step in Step into the sun Step into the sun from 
Dear Evan Hansen, which won nine, was nominated for nine awards, wow. winning six, including Best Actor in a Musical, wow. which is Ben Platt. And in case you're all interested, it is being turned into a film oh. in, it's in production this year. Um, and a bit nepotistic, but it's co-produced by Ben Platt's dad, and he's starring in it. <laughs> I'm still going to see it. I'm definitely still going <laughs> to see it. I've never watched the musical. <laughs> It's nice to have balance on the panel. Yeah. <laughs> on the panel. <laughs> we do look a bit like a panel. We do. Today, actually. We do. It's quite nice. It's decorated in tinsel, isn't it? Woo, Christmas. Christmas is coming. It is. Did you say Christmas? No, I say Christmas. <laughs> What's your favourite Christmas film? Favourite Christmas film? Yeah. Am I allowed to ask? Yeah. yeah. Of course you are. Go on, Mom. Pro- mm. Well, we want to call the midwife. <laughs> That's not a Christmas film. It's not Christmas film. It's not It fails on both criteria. Okay, okay scrap, scrap that. I'm going to say Love Actually. Yeah. Classic. That's mine. Is it? Watch it every year. Let me Without guess. fail. Is it? Caitlin, yeah. is yours Elf? No! <laughs> Snativity. Oh, oh that's a great one. Actually, yeah. So good. That's and Martin Freeman is really fit. <laughs> He's also in Love Actually. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, that's quite weird. Yeah. And The Hobbit. That. He's in The Hobbit. Yeah. I haven't seen The Hobbit. <laughs> no, neither. Oh, I don't really remember it. So <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen it. The nativity, you know there's a nativity too. And a three, and, three. and a four. There's a four. There's a four. They're terrible. After, number one is good. Number one is iconic. They just gradually they, yeah. get worse. I remember you, two not being great. Yeah. Three was pretty bad. Three, three the guy like <laughs> three. loses his memory and then goes yeah. gets married in New York. And then number four, I just, I, I couldn't tell you what happens. That's <laughs> like the... um. Home Alone. Have you watched Home Alone? They deteriorate. Yeah. There's about five of them. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Home Alone, the Christmas ones are pretty good. Aren't they, Aren't they all Christmas? Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> are they? Yeah. I don't think they are, so. <laughs> Why do I only associate one with Christmas? <laughs> She's going to go back and watch it. I literally am. It's like they're on Netflix, is that you say? Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any Christmas plans um, before you go back home? Mm. I mean, it is it is only November 23rd. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> Any Christmas dinners being cooked? No, probably, probably <laughs> will. I had a roast the other day with my friends, which was lovely, and we played Christmas music, and it felt like a Christmas dinner. That's so cute. Oh, that's very yeah. really nice. Yeah. Um, and quite a few of your friends outside of the house are freshers, is that right? Yes, they are. Because you're technically Because technically I'm a fresher. Yeah. Um, fresh. <laughs> that's why we do it, dual fresher. Um, it's, yeah, they, they're not actually from my course because basically all of my course is online, so I haven't really met anyone. That's such but, a shame, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is a shame, but I would definitely... Like, I have loads of friends in second year, so it's actually fine. Um, but my good friend from last year is back in halls this year, so I've become really good friends with all her housemates, which is lovely. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. And you've sorted for next year? Yeah. That's so Ooh, exciting. Yeah, yeah. It does happen early in Bristol, doesn't it? The yes. whole housing situation. Yeah, yeah. Although I think it's the same in quite a lot of places. Is There's it? a lot of my mates. Uh-huh. Freshers. <laughs> like um, me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they've mainly sorted out their housing. Yeah. yeah, we had um, freshers. 
come and look, uh, try and get into our house without a house, uh, what they call agent. Estate agent. Look, estate yeah. agent to look around. Wow. Um, yeah. And so it's happening already. Wow. But it's during. Obviously, because you guys don't have to do it because you're going on years abroad. Yeah. We are indeed. So tell us about your year abroad plans. They're very exciting. Yeah, well, I don't know what I'm doing for the first half of the year, but the second half, Brazil. Wow. Hopefully working in Sao Paulo. Wow. So. Yeah, I'm very excited. Isn't it a tea tea company? Tea Um, plantation? It's part of AGB, which is like a British conglomerate, if I can get my words out. Uh, But basically they do like Twinings, Primark, Ovaltine, which is the main brand in Brazil. See, that sounds so cool. I remember when Martha told me about it, she told me you were working on a tea tea farm. farm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I just had this image of you, like, working on a farm for seven months. I think it would be pretty cool still. (laughs) Sorry, so I think I've done well enough. You actually. I'm gorgeous. (laughs) Mine's definitely not going to be as interesting as that, though. Yeah, go on. Oh, no. I'm planning on going to Lyon in France, Um, but to study... Yeah. Which is has something I had to do on my liberal arts course instead of you work, be which is a bit of a shame. Kind of a fresher. Yeah. I will be <laughs> fresher. Or a oh, study gosh. abroad student. Yeah, you'll be an Erasmus student. Erasmus yeah. student. Um, which is exciting, but I probably would have preferred to work. But hey, hey, I will be out of, hopefully, hopefully we get to go and I'll be out of Bristol. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you will. I mean, I'm pretty sure that in Spanish, out of the whole third year right now, there's only two people still in the UK. Is that right? Okay, so majority managed to get abroad. Yeah. Um, So we've got to come to an end in a minute. What a shame. Do you, (laughs) Caitlin, would you like to tell us about a highlight of yours to finish on a plus note, um, positive note from your first year? Yeah. Oh, I don't have like a specific highlight. I guess doing lots of all the drama stuff and then. I did some sketch comedy stuff as well, and that was really fun. But then also just like meeting all my lovely friends, which sounds Aww. so wet, but <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice. <laughs> yeah, I would say that as my highlight. Oh, that's that was yeah. so <laughs> that's a huge good of my mates. I hope I can. <laughs> of course. Um, so we're going to finish off with your last song, which is called Enola Gay. Yes. It's just a great upbeat song. Great if you're like going on a run or something. Um, I went for a walk with my friend the other day and we were like listening to this song and we were like, oh, this song can commemorate the day. And um, as I embarrassingly said, I have a habit of flossing. And this song (laughs) is the perfect beat for it. (laughs) Here we are in over again. I hate myself.
first radio. It is 3.55 um, and that is the end of Fresh Meat. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Tries, but it's just not as kind on the eye. 